Hello and welcome to Beyond the Words. My name is Dimple Thakra and I am going to take you on a frigging journey with this podcast. I have been called your guardian angel by many. This podcast is for you if you are interested in understanding the truth about humans and what we say is not always what we mean and if you are ready to come out of the spiritual closet you're in the right place enjoy hello and welcome back to beyond the words with me dimple thakra Today I want to talk to you about something that's very dear on my heart and that is parenting. (laughs) The dreaded word. (laughs) It has such a dual purpose parenting I feel and the reason I want to share this with you today is because I get asked by so many people how on earth have you managed to have such different children and they turn out so incredible? And they've both chosen a very different path. So I want to talk you through a few stories, as always. And I want to talk you through my concepts and what I believed as a parent and the codes that I instilled. Some of you may absolutely 100% agree And some of you may be like, hell no, either or is okay. Because either or, you'll learn and grow because you'll either get the validation or you'll get the contrast. Both is okay. So let me give you a bit of backstory. So I have two girls, Maya, who is 24 at the moment, and Kira, who's 19. And when my husband and I first got married we didn't really have the conversation beforehand about children (laughs) that's how conscious we were in our communication not he wanted a football team I didn't want children Hmm. that was going to work out right anyway on a previous episode I've explained what went on but we basically ended up having Maya through a game of Russian roulette (laughs) And she came into the world without me even realizing that it was possible. I was on the pill. And then, of course, because we had Maya, I I had lost my mum two years prior to that. And the one thing that got me through that was my sisters. And so I didn't want Maya to be an only child, which is a bit of a morbid reason to have another child. But it's the truth. That's the reason. And so when Maya was two, we started trying for another little one. Long story short, we had five babies transitioned through me. And while that was heartbreaking, with hindsight, I realized that actually what really was meant to happen was we were meant to be gifted this incredible soul that is Kira and gifted her five and a half years later. So funny. 
when I do these podcast recordings, just side note, when I do these podcast recordings, right, in my house, I have my own office downstairs. And I said to, I always say to the family, I'm recording for the next two hours. Please be quiet. Please don't go anywhere in the hallway. Because Kira, this beautiful child, has a wonderful way of having a full on conversation in the hall, right? Because <laughs> she forgets. And for those of you who don't know, we are all ADHD super powered. So we get super focused on what we're doing. So she's super focused on what she's doing. She forgets that I'm doing this, right? And so I said to her, just make some on air signs everywhere. She said, Mom, you need on air signs. I said, Well, there's no point in having one on my door because you won't see it. Let's have it upstairs where you will see it. So just as I'm talking about her, what does she do? Sneak into my office, take something from the office. <laughs> just priceless. Anyway, so we get gifted Kira five and a half years later. So that's why there's five and a half years between us, between them. And this beautiful child, like Maya is the gift child, perfect in all the ways, the gift, right? So good. Like genius academically. I never used to have to do any homework with her. I never used to have to do anything of the sort right? She just got on with it. Always pristinely dressed, everything coordinated, all just like perfect. This like beautiful child, right? And then we had Kira. Kira's pregnancy, I bled throughout the pregnancy. I never thought I would ever see this child until she arrived. Um, it, everything about her, the way she even was conceived, everything about her was unorthodox in all the ways, totally. Un and now I can hear them talking in the hallway. It's just bloody brilliant. <laughs> so completely unorthodox in every single way, shape or form, even to the point where she was born in a hospital completely miles away from me. So she arrived, this beautiful child, and within 18 months it became apparent that she had really bad eczema to the point where she was under the children's hospital, to the point where I was wet wrapping her with bandages every night because she would scratch so much. And I would have to change the bedding every day because it was covered in blood every day. And this beautiful child never complained. If you can imagine, she was like a chubby, gorgeous, smiley ray of sunshine with black, thick, curly hair, like totally different looking to Maya. Maya looks very much like me. Kira looks a lot like her father. Very long baby as well, but big chubby like chubby arms with the folds and chubby thighs and big belly and and it was like a pot belly anyway she had this eczema and she had steroids and all sorts and it went on for ages and ages and ages and then something inside of me went hmm bearing in mind I'm a clinical dietitian right something inside of me went there's something that this child is eating that is causing her this debilitating issue, right? And so we 
I spoke to a pediatric dietitian friend of mine and she said, well, the most common thing that children are allergic to is um, dairy. And she said, you want to try eliminating dairy. So I, I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to give this a whirl. And at the same time, I was also getting into energy healing. And I was talking to a lady who was an energy healer, sat in this very office. And at the time, Kira must have been around, anyway, I think three or four, if I can recall, because she could talk. No, actually, it was probably a bit older. Yeah, because we had the dogs then. And this lady said, I can feel your daughter's energy. And what I'm witnessing in her is that she's not familiar with protecting her boundaries. So she allows energy to leak in and out of her because she's just never been taught how to um, cut the cords, which is cutting energetic cords that we attach from one person. Now, this is woo-woo, guys, so bear with me. If you can imagine that there is literally like an electricity cord. So, you know, I'm just picking up a, a wire now, a wire going from my heart to your heart, right? And that's what an energy cord is like. Now, somebody can only attach the wire to my heart if I let them in. Somebody can only attach the wire to your heart if you let them in, right? But if you don't know that you're doing it, you can have many people's wires attached to you and it can drain energy from you. Now, especially if you're an empath or an energetic being like Kira is, she could feel everybody's energy. She was the child that would know when somebody's upset, when to go cuddle them, when to stay, like everything, super powered at that. And so this lady's telling me that this poor child does not know how to cut the cords. And as a result, our bodies will respond to the energy. So different parts of our bodies will respond to energy. So for example, your lungs, if you're having lung issues, it is known and believed that that is where we hold grief and sorrow. So for many people with asthma and eczema, uh, sorry, asthma, that's where we hold grief and sorrow. Now, maybe you may be thinking, well, I'm not feeling grief about somebody. It may be grief of something as tiny as a situation that happened when you were a child that is encoded in your body. Or it could be a past life if you believe in past life. So the skin. We'll be right back. Oh, just about to start getting myself ready for Abundant You Love. Feeling so privileged to have this opportunity to serve and love. Why you would attend Abundant You is if you feel as though you are, number one, reaching the ceiling of your success and you know there's more for you, either in money, love or impact. Number two, you know that you are spiritually waking up you're coming out of the spiritual closet and you want more direction you want more clarity and number three you're at a roadblock in your life and you just wish that you could unblock these final few pieces of either 
your relationship issues, either money issues, either business issues, so that you stop sabotaging yourself. These are really the three reasons why you would come to Abundant You. What I've learned is the change starts with me and that's something that I'm really, really ready to do and ready to change as from today. Is the skin breaks down when we can't hold boundaries because it's the biggest boundary between the outside and our insides, as is the gut, right? It's literally an extension of the skin. So this would make sense how her skin has become porous, open with eczema, and her gut has become leaky and intolerant to milk, right? So immediately I went upstairs and taught her how to cut the cords, how to clean up. And as soon as I went upstairs and explained this to her, she said, oh my God, mom, I have 22 souls on me. It feels so heavy. And one of them is the dog. This poor child carrying everybody's joy, sadness, sorrow. So I taught her how to cut the cords. And the minute I taught her to cut the cords, she felt instant relief. And this is something that I go through with my clients doing when I do the energy healing work. So, you know, that's something if you want to find out more about, connect with me in, on my socials. And so she learned how to cut the cords. Then that weekend, we removed all dairy from her diet. I kid you not, by Monday morning, her skin had repaired 50% of the wounds had healed. And of the 50% that were left, they had reduced in intensity by 50%. Without steroids, without creams, purely energy and diet. And so she continued with the energetic work. She continued with um, complete dairy-free for seven years until we integrated it back. Because they, I, I believe the Dairy intolerance was due to the energy leaks. And once we'd healed that, her gut got better. So we were able to desensitize her from it. This poor child, her favorite foods were ice cream, yogurt, milk, cheese. She learned how to bake. She would go to birthday parties and say, it's okay, mommy, we'll bake. I'll make my own dairy-free cakes. I'll, I'll figure it out, right? This is the child that, at eight, when we said she couldn't have a dog, decided to start her own business, dog walking. And what she did one day, she came with an A5, A4 file and she created these A5 leaflets, dog walker available, available Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 50p per dog, 15 minutes. And she put my name on so that I could vet them to check that everything was okay. She'd come home from playing out, playing with dogs with five pounds in her pocket each time. Super entrepreneurial. Her first business was making bracelets where she undercut the year above her and created added value by spraying these bracelets with um, freebie perfume samples from her uncle's warehouse. So if the girls wanted a standard bracelet, it would be 90 pence. 
the year six girls were selling them at a pound. But if you wanted a smelly one, it would be 150. And of course, everybody wanted the fragrance ones, right? One Christmas, she made 200 pounds. She did not make one bracelet on her own. She got a friend to be the manufacturer and she split the cost. She brought the sales in. So the reason I share all these stories with you are because, let me just explain one other story just to give you the balance. Maya at age 14 knew which college she wanted to go to, how she was going to get there, what she wanted to do. Now, I live in the UK. She's somebody who wanted to go to Parsons New School of Design in New York to do a course that was brand new. And you had to get an American visa. Like there were so many more loops. She sorted all of that out herself, got the interview with the embassy. Did the, she had to get in was not A-levels, but it was actually to produce a whole project during the same time as doing your A-levels. She did all that. She managed to get a scholarship. Now, it sounds as though I'm boasting about my kids. I'm actually, yeah, I'm boasting and I'm illustrating how proud I am of how different they are. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because parenting is not a one-size-fits-all. When Maya was 14 and she told us she wanted to go to New York, we could have turned around and said, hell no. We could have turned around and said, no, it's too far away and too expensive. And don't be silly. What a silly dream. Like, that would have been putting our map and our limitations on, of the world on her. And that would have made us feel more comfortable and safe and secure. And it would have coded her that she has limits, that certain things, dreams aren't possible. And that isn't true. Your children will come to you with weird and wacky ideas. Support them, nurture them, and help them understand the pros and the cons to everything. You know, the pros to going to New York, incredible, the opportunities, the cons, you'll be far away from your family. Like, allow them to make the decisions. Because when you can trust that, I believe, before the age of 11, we can, we are their managers. So we're a great source of information. We're a credible source, right? After that, and probably more towards 16, we are their consultants. We shift. We shift from being their managers to being their consultants. So what happened with Kira at age 15, the younger one? She came home from school one day and she said, I'm done with school, 15. And she said, what I'm asking you for is, what I'm asking you for is advice, not on whether I'm leaving school or not, because that I am doing. She said on whether, number one, option one, do I go for this online schooling or option two, I'm going to interview a tutor this Sunday to see if he's a good fit for me at 15, right? I'm like, go for it, girl. And at this point, she was also had a, another business where she was trading in crypto. So she was able to fund some of it. So the point I'm making is that day when she walked in as parents, we could have gone, holy shit. What the fuck? You can't leave school. We're going to go to prison or whatever. You know, not that extreme, but it's illegal. She learned more in a week with the tutor 
than she did in a term at school. Not that there was anything wrong with the school, but the tutor, she's a kinesthetic learner. Maya's audio-visual. Kira's kinesthetic, she has to do. And her primary purpose and function in life for her is entrepreneurial, making money. She just loves it. She finds money everywhere. You know, I remember a time when she went through a run where we'd go to Tesco's and she, she'd find £10 in the potatoes, like from nowhere. Or we'd go to, at the time, I think it was either Nando's or TK Maxx, and she'd look under the chair and the table and there'd be £25. Another time she went to um, Louis Vuitton, £100 on the floor, just lay there on the floor. <laughs> Nobody claiming it, right? So she's clearly a money magnet. And so this tutor that she'd found... He majored in business. So everything that he taught her was in the context of business. So of course it's interesting to her. And she was due D's because she's very dyslexic. She was due D's for GCSEs. She came out with B's. Incredible, right? So the gift in this conversation is parenting. There's no one size fits all. But what I can tell you to this point, having raised and raising two incredible, young, balanced human beings, do it your way. There is no textbook. Do what feels right for you. Your children have have chosen you for a reason. You're not always going to get it right. My husband and I went through our toughest times when our kids were little screaming, shouting, door slamming, silence. I could sit with guilt. But actually what's happened is both girls have become so creative and compassionate with the way they communicate with us and articulate their needs and with their partners. They're very clear with their boundaries. They've seen how not to do it. They're very clear with what they will accept and what they won't. My elder daughter, Maya, even became a meditation teacher while at uni and spends a lot of time in a Buddhist retreat right in the heart of New York, Three Jewels. Go check it out. It's an incredible place. Her chosen family that take care of her, that looked after her at a time when she thought the only other option was ending her life. That's because I trusted that she would find a way. So riddling myself with guilt and worry isn't going to get me anywhere. It's a match for guilt and worry. Focusing on the joy, the celebrations of my husband and I parenting our way, trusting our intuition, and the girls living their lives their way. Orthodox, unorthodox, following the rules, not following the rules. The only foundation is letting them know that unconditionally they can come to us at any point. Unconditionally, they can tell us anything. Will they have to deal with the consequences of their actions? Yes. But will we be there to support them? Yes. Will we be there to catch them when they fall? No. Because you have to fall to know how to get up. But we'll be by their side, supporting them getting up. And that for us has paid off millionfold. Because now Kira works in our businesses. She is 19 and 
has insane conversations and levels of conversation beyond our wildest dreams. Maya has created a life of magic for herself in New York, got herself now a job and a visa and beautiful partner and is happy because ultimately happiness is all there is. Yes, she did the orthodox university route, but did it as a foreign student her way. Kira didn't do it the orthodox way. And both my husband and I have had to uh, navigate family extended family dynamics of how we've parented Kira wrong and how she should be going to university and that's her security and as parents we're misguiding her and why are we allowing her out of school and to travel the world with us and because at the time we were doing a whole load of Tony Robbins events she would come everywhere with us the girls their first ever unorthodox schooling that we did with them was a Tony Robbins event in Australia Kira, it was her 14th birthday, the first day, and it was Maya's 19th. Uh, she was 19, and it was Date with Destiny in Australia, which for those of you who don't know, Date with Destiny is Tony's signature course. It's seven days, full on, like you come back completely different. And I remember the first day was Kira's 14th birthday, and Tony saw us and I waved and I said to him, I'm here with my family. And he came off the stage to wish her a happy birthday. And I remember Kira, uh, Maya shaking Tony's hand. And afterwards she said, mom, oh my God, he's got huge hands. And Sage, their wife came from backstage and took photos with us. And it was so beautiful, the acknowledgement. Because how many people dare to live their lives their way. And that requires putting up with a lot of shit from a lot of people who think they know better. That's okay. That's their frame of the world. Parenting is a privilege. Our children, our soul, the children's souls choose you for a reason. I am so grateful that I was chosen by my two girls because while I didn't want children, I'm grateful for my husband gifting me these seven beautiful souls because I got to grow. Motherhood has been the most expansive, rewarding, challenging, heart-wrenching, heart-filling gift. So I want to honour my beautiful girls and the beautiful babies that are with my mother now. I want to honour my, my beautiful man for gifting me these children and most of all, I want to honor myself, the courage it took to do it my way. Thank you so much for listening today. Honor yourselves today. If you're a mum struggling, if you're a father struggling, honor yourself. Go into your heart and do what you feel is right in that moment. It will be right. Feel. Don't think. Take care. Thanks so much. God bless. Thank you so much for joining me in Beyond the Words. Remember, if you've loved this, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't keep it a secret. 
let your friends, family, auntie, uncle, brother, sister, all of them know about Beyond the Words. And remember, all the resources that I've talked about today are available to you in the show notes. <laughs>